Hello and welcome to the Make Share Thrive podcast. I'm your host Lena Joshi. I'm a self-taught artist and I talk all things art on this show. If you are someone who wants to live a more creative life, then you have come to the right place. The conversations here revolve around how to start your art practice, how to overcome challenges, and how to thrive doing what you love. Join me as I share everything that I have learned through my art practice and I candidly share the ups and downs of my creative journey. While I try to find my way in art and in life, my hope is I can help you do the same. Welcome to the second episode of Make Share Thrive. I am calling the very first season of this podcast the High Five series. Think of this as my virtual high five to you because you said yes to your creativity and your dreams. In these episodes, I share with you all that I have learned so far in a succinct manner and give you actionable steps so you can start making your creative vision a reality. And today we are going to talk about five things that you need to do to start a consistent creative practice. So let's get started. First, let's see why do we need a consistent practice? Why do we need to sit down and paint or sculpt or knit or draw every day? I'm sure there are many many reasons, but I'm going to give you my top 4. First of all, it helps you gain confidence in your craft. It helps you come up with new ideas. It helps you develop self-discipline and most importantly, it helps you develop your unique and authentic voice, your signature style. Now, because I'm a painter, I will speak from that perspective, but it is true for any craft or skill that you're trying to learn. When you do enough practice, when you do enough repetitions, you start to understand what feels like you and what does not. And more importantly, you start to understand where your art and creation is coming from. Is it coming from inside of you or is it coming from outside influence? We all live in a very connected world now. Everything is quite literally at our fingertips. We are all on social media, we scroll through Pinterest and Instagram, and we all know what is trending. It is easy to fall into a trap and to try and make what is popular. To try and make what we think will sell easily or get more likes. I have been there myself. I tried painting and making things that I thought are popular and will get me noticed, but I later understood that that is not how it works. People connect to the work that comes from within you. People connect to the work that lights you up, that makes you come alive. Our viewers are intelligent and intuitive beings and they can pretty much sense the source of our creation 
even through screens. So now that we know the benefits of a consistent art practice, let's get to how you can build one. I will give you my top five tips, which you can apply today and see the difference that it makes. Now again, because I'm a painter, I'm going to speak from that perspective, but I want you to take this advice and apply it according to your craft and your area of interest. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to set up a designated space to create. Any creative endeavor requires a setting that is conducive to working in a creative way. Having a dedicated creative space makes it easier to separate between your home life and your creative life. And once you enter a creative space, your brain can recognize it and it can tell you that you are in the right place to create. Now, by any means, it does not have to be a whole room and most definitely it does not have to be fully decorated or Pinterest worthy. When I started painting, I called an unused corner of our living room my studio. I used to sit on the floor and paint. Now, it was a small space, but it was my space. It was where I could spread out all my supplies without worrying about them getting into anybody's way. It was a space where I could dream and create beauty. And no matter how small, I want you to have that space. And I want you to think of this as the first step you take to validate yourself as an artist. And remember this, before the magic happens on the outside, before anyone connects to your work and recognizes it, the true magic happens where no one gets to see it. It happens in the obscurity of your makeshift studio whether on the living room floor, on the kitchen table, or on that little corner of your desk. Okay, so the next thing that you need to do is you need to find out a routine that works for you. When you start creating every day, it becomes very much a part of your routine. And it is important to figure out a time when you are naturally in a creative flow. Now we all have it. We all have that windows of time. It just takes time to discover it. Look at it like this. If you are an early bird, nighttime painting might not be the best for you. And if you are a night owl, morning painting sessions won't do you any good. So find out what time you feel naturally productive and energetic. For example, I do my best work in the morning and as the day progresses and the sun sets, my energy levels go down and I naturally go into rest and reset mode. For me, it is good for maybe sitting down with a book or listening to a podcast, but not something where I have to be actively engaged in the process of creating something. So try working at different times to see what works best for you and leverage that. Which brings me to my third tip. Start small. 
Now think of creating as a new habit you are cultivating. You have you maybe you have maybe you haven't been making art consistently but you are trying to create some kind of change, some kind of transformation. And as much as you want it to be big and quick, we cannot enter this with a mindset of go big or go home. Because that way we are essentially setting ourselves up for failure. When we set up our expectations too far off from where we are, it is hard to achieve them. So let me give an example. In the beginning of 2020, I decided that I will paint for two hours every day. So at that time, I was painting maybe two to three days a week and not more than 30 to 40 minutes per session. But I set my goals so far off from my reality that I could not keep up for more than seven days. I felt burnt out. And guess what I did? I stopped. And of course, after that, I felt miserable because I felt like a failure. So we are not going to do that. We are going to make a very small promise to ourselves. We are going to start small. And then we are going to keep that promise day after day after day. Maybe you can try painting on a small piece of paper or a small size canvas. Or maybe try and put a 10 minutes timer, 20 minutes timer, whatever works best for you. And then see what you can come up with. And then you can celebrate your small win every day. Remember, the fastest way to get where you want to be is slowly. Okay, so the tip number four is detach from the result. When you are just starting out, it is very common to have a gap between what you want your work to look like and what it actually looks like. And I know this from personal experience, it can be incredibly frustrating. But there is only one thing that can close that gap. And that is practice. So I made this mistake early on. I would not like something that I have painted and I would get really upset by the result and then not paint for days which in retrospect only hindered my own progress. So the one thing that you can do to avoid this is not judge your work, at least in the beginning phases. Don't label it good or bad or ugly. Think of it as just art and keep telling yourself I'm improving each day. And there will be times when you will feel that it is not true but I promise you, it is. The process is not always comfortable and you have to be okay with the ugly paintings. But let me tell you this. All the artists that you admire have drawers and boxes full of ugly artworks. And one day, you too will have boxes full of ugly works. But you will also have boxes full of beautiful work that you made and you love and you are so proud of. With that being said, let's move on to the tip number five. Set up the stage for the next day. This is a really important one. Again, I'm going to speak from a painter's perspective. 
and painting can be very messy so make sure once you're done with your session for the day you clean up and i know that i sound like a mom right now but really it's the little things that matter now in my experience i think that it could take somewhere around 15 to 20 minutes to set up the studio workspace and when you sit down and paint every day you very soon realize how each day is very different everything that is going on around you has an effect on the energy with which you create some days are nice and slow they are very quiet and optimal for doing the work and others not so much some days you might feel exhausted or you might feel like you only have 10 minutes to paint and if your paints are out if your paint palettes are clean if your jars are filled up with clean water it will be easier for you to go and paint even if you are on if you are short on time on the days you are feeling too tired you want to create an environment of least resistance you want to make it very very hard to say no it is very easy to create on good days but the outcome of your creative practice does not depend on how you show up on your best days but how you show up on the worst ones i want to sum up this episode by saying that creativity requires a good deal of commitment it is very easy to see someone make beautiful work and think oh my god they are so talented or they are so gifted or lucky but let me tell you it has nothing to do with it and it has everything to do with the amount of work that you actually put into your craft the amount of time and energy that you invest into your work talent and gifts in reality have very little to do with what you can actually achieve lack of commitment can easily waste away talent on the other hand a person who is willing to put in the effort can develop any talent they want to I hope that the tips I shared with you today you will find them practical and they will help you start your own consistent creative practice. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and don't forget to subscribe. It would mean a great deal to me. Also, I would really appreciate if you can share this podcast with your other creative friends. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you soon.